1: is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. Hello.
2: Good afternoon, ladies. It's the Cinco de Mayo dirt. It sure is. The (laughs) dirt has nothing to do. It's got a salt rim. Yeah, exactly. And it's on the rocks. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So we're going to start with some official government news concerning the world of celebrity. We're going to start with Kim Kardashian. She's been forced to deny that she purchased an ancient Roman sculpture that had been stolen from Italy.
0: I love That this is a story. And I kind of love this story.
2: So, okay, tell us. After she has to do this, after the US government demanded that she forfeit the piece of art. So, Kim reportedly bought the work back in 2016 from Belgium's Axel Vervoort Gallery, run by the same art dealer and designer who decorated Kim and Kanye's minimalist mansion.
0: (laughs) It's probably sitting in some corner with glass around it or plexiglass or something. She probably doesn't even know where it is.
2: Well, exactly. So this piece of art is known as the Fragment of Myron's Samian's Athena, The piece is from the first or second century and depicts a female figure from the waist down. Now, according to Artnet News, the statue was detained at the border of the United States in 2016 after Kim's team tried to import it with the wrong documentation. Now it's been confirmed that the work was looted. This is the quote looted, smuggled and illegally exported from Italy.
1: Wow. Wow so but she didn't know any of this well yeah it's, it's i mean this is just this bad. is the gallery the, the, yeah this is, this the, is, gallery is the gallery, gallery
2: fall,
0: buying right. something that was smuggled out of italy wow okay and then
1: selling
2: it and to then so, and then
0: sold it to kim and it sold it to her for so much money she said she doesn't even remember getting it
2: so here's what a <laughs> spokesperson wow. for kim says about her involvement with this piece of art that quote kim never purchased this piece and this is the first she has learned of it is its existence we believe it may have been purchased using her name without authorization, and because it was never received, she was unaware of the transaction. We encourage an investigation and hope it gets returned to the rightful owner. So
1: she never even got the piece of art? Uh, but imagine having this much money, My, money that, that someone you, can blow $750,000 right.
0: on crap you never receive, and you don't even notice, and it's like five years later.
1: Right. Here's why. They wow. were doing the complete renovation of that place to make it be all cement, corners, and beige. Remember? Yeah. But so imagine how much art. Yeah. Well, I mean, imagine how much yeah. artwork is coming in and going that you're just signing off invoices. Wow. That's how rich they are.
2: Oh yeah, wow. exactly. And you're I mean, not they're even, just rich. You're not even signing the invoice. You have your business right. manager or and your assistant handling all the invoices and you're right. just looking at a spreadsheet at the end of the day about renovations, X yeah. amount of dollars.
0: If I were her, I would just like say, I'm so happy a piece of Italy's ancient culture is being returned to its homeland and I would just put a bow in it, eat that money and move on. And that's probably what she will do. But where is the piece of art? She has it supposedly.
2: Well, it was actually, it was stuck no. at
0: the border. Oh, he never got at, it Oh, she, she never That's got it. That's the problem. But she paid for it. Well,
2: right. That's, That's what it. I'm yeah. saying is yeah. she doesn't even have it.
0: Yeah. But I mean, imagine that. This, well, this is what she, she's going to lose the money.
2: Well, of course, but she doesn't even have it. Right. Yeah. Because in that statement that I had just read, her people, Kim Kardashian's people, are saying of this involvement with the government, this is the first that she even learned of its existence. She didn't even know...
1: That's money. Connie, that-, yeah. <laughs> that is money. Do you think Kanye
0: bought it under her name? Like, this is going to just put this one in Kim's name. And, like, they don't even talk about Because this looks like something Kanye would buy. Oh, money. It is just like this...
2: Money. Well, here's a spokesperson Mm -hmm. from the gallery saying that they acquired this piece in good faith from a French gallery who had also acquired it in equally good faith from a German auction house. Then they say that the former collector was English, but precise traces seem to stop there. However, there's no evidence that this piece was illegally imported from Italy. So, we,
0: Yeah, we've seen this movie where like people smuggle stuff that they're not yeah. supposed to, and then they immediately start trying to bury it in a pa- trail of paperwork that looks official so they can pass off stolen, smuggled stuff. It's It is a huge whole thing.
2: Oh, yeah. In the art world, I mean there there are fascinating I would be stories. mad that my name I mean yeah. and you never even got it. What's like what's yeah. a
0: documentary to watch that's kind of about stuff like this?
2: Oh, I you know I don't have okay. anything off of uh, okay. um the uh, top of my but head like But like in the art world well, right? think of
1: but you guys think of remember that um smaller gallery in New England. I can't remember where that just got robbed like 5 years ago. Like all these great pieces of art, and they've never turned up yet. Because
0: mm-hmm, they're in private They have to wait. And they're,
1: they're all sold to private collections. So this is like one of those pieces, and it was sold to Kim Kardashian via... Yeah. The interior designer, she doesn't even know what he's talking about. She just signed the paperwork, wow. you know, and
2: never even has seen it. Well, and there's an interesting documentary, Julia, about the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston. That was the one. All right, so that robbery happened about thirty years All right, ago, or five, <laughs> you know, depending on what you're, you know. Yeah, I've watched about three episodes of this four-part documentary on Netflix. It's called "This Is a Robbery," and it goes into detail as much as it can about this robbery of from the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum of these priceless pieces of art there were rembrandts and uh, uh i think of a and other pieces of priceless art but what's fascinating about it is then it starts to go down the trail of perhaps these pieces of art being collateral in the world of the mafia and other people and i suggest if you're curious mm-hmm. about the way that art is used as currency if you just google something called the geneva freeport it is a warehouse in Geneva, Switzerland, where rich people can store their price, priceless pieces of art for tax-free.
0: No questions
2: asked. Yeah, in Switzerland, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the end of Raiders of the Lost yeah, Ark, Area yeah. Fifty-One, yeah. where they just shove the ark somewhere in a in a rando box. Oh my well, gosh! Well, people do this with these pieces of art, and then you can use these pieces of art to, you know, perhaps do some. Uh, Some uh, laundry, another thing. Mm -hmm. It's just it goes on and on and on. Wow! And I found a quarter in the bottom of my purse. Yeah, I
0: know, (laughs) but this this story,
2: yeah, that's that's like uh, that's a wild story. Yeah, you know, when I said that we were going to uh, get governmental with this dirt alert today. uh, In other news concerning the government, the IRS. Got a big loss, uh, ruled in court earlier this week for the Michael Jackson estate. They thought yep. that they were owed hundreds of millions of dollars in unpaid taxes by the estate of Michael Jackson. But a court ruled that the estate is not worth as much as the IRS thinks that it is. And that, you know, maybe they are not going to be receiving hundreds of millions of dollars from the estate. They
1: only, they, at like $4 million.
2: Yeah, $4.2 million. Yeah. So this is good for the kids. Yes, this is it's good, good for, for Michael kids. Jackson's. But his
0: estate every year earns like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I don't understand that. Math. No, but I mean, it doesn't make any sense at all. He's the highest earning dead celebrity. Right.
2: Well, and this tax case was turned on the value of Michael Jackson's public image at the time of his death.
0: Got it. So it it. was
2: when he died, you know, and speaking, you know, after he passed away, Michael Jackson was
0: worth more dead Mm -hmm. than alive. Yeah. Which was always kind of one of his fears. Mm -hmm. Mm
2: hmm. Right. Now, the Michael Jackson estate found that their estimate of $2,105 was just too low. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, a little more. All $4. right.
1: Well, oh, okay. All right, Hallie. I'm Thank gonna, you. I'm, I'm obsessed now with this art. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, and there was a huge mafia bust last week.
2: Oh gosh. Did you guys hear about that? And huge, yes. like yes. global, in Italy, in in Italy, Italy yeah. but also
1: in um, It's like South zero, America. zero, zero. It is it's huge.
2: <laughs> yeah, this is a robbery on Netflix. If you want to know more about stealing art, the mafia, and Rembrandt. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Holly. You're welcome. All right. Well, that was quite pretty-
0: a vintage
2: scandal. It was quite the scandal. Oh, wow. The drama, the, the drama,
0: the drama. Well, you know, uh, today's vintage scandal, I thought in honor of Sir Tom Jones mm-hmm. becoming the oldest male artist to hit number one, on the official UK album charts at the age of 80 years and 10 months. That makes me so nice. happy He for eclipsed him. Bob yes. Dylan, who led the chart nice. at 79 in June of 2020 with Rough and Rowdy Ways. His new album, Surrounded by Time, I just couldn't be happier for right. him. And the late Dame Vera Lynn... The overall record holder, she was the lady from the 40s. Yep. She just died or whatever. She had had the, you know, she sang, Till We Meet Again, and she was like a sweetheart. She was a peer of Queen Elizabeth. Hmm. She used to have it. But anyway, Sir Tom Jones made this achievement three days ago.
1: Okay, tell us what it is.
0: Okay, well, so Here. I thought I would just, I wanted to go to stroll down Tom Jones. Love Lane because of course he's a legend. <laughs> you and Colleen Lindster want to stroll yeah. down mm-hmm. Tom Jones's Love, Love Lane. Lane because he famously, you know, was uh, like Elvis. No, but had oh. the underwear thrown at him. He and Elvis were friends. I've heard him talk about his great Elvis stories because they were both in Vegas at the same time. Right. But I was interested in, and I thought it's been enough time because uh, his wife, wh- whom he referred to as Lady Linda, she passed away five years ago they'd been married for 59 years so wow. enough time has passed okay that i can be d- talk
1: about his
0: that's right d- talk about ways. the fact that he despite i mean he himself admitted he s- slept with up to 250 groupies a year a year if he was traveling Okay, at the height of his fame. A year. And this is during the 59-year marriage? Yes, and how they met, okay, so they meet... Can I show a picture? Yes, show a picture for our YouTubers to follow along. They met, and they both are from the same Welsh mining village. It's 1957,
1: and she basically... um, Do you like the swimming trunks, Rocco? Yeah. in His Uh, his or hers? I love both of them. (laughs) I love her
0: swimsuit and I love his. Yours went away. But basically in his biography that he wrote in 2015 called Over the Top and Back, he told how he first fell for Linda when they were both 12 years old. And they're in this little tiny mining village and he had a crush on her. Yeah. She had a crush on him. And that same year, he was diagnosed with tuberculosis. Mmm. And he spent two years in bed, convalescing, not going to school. And then when he went back to school, Linda was the one who would smile at him. Because remember, people were like, it's the plague. Oh. Am I going to get tuberculosis oh, from you? Right. She would smile at him as she walked to school. And they're from Tree Forest, South Glamorgan. Oh, it was easy for but it to say. was not until just after her 15th birthday. Now, remember, he's... Was in bed until he was 14. Right. She agreed to date Thomas Woodward. That was his name. Mm-hmm. And they married shortly after her 16th birthday because. Um,
1: they wanted to have sex.
0: No, they'd already had sex and she was pregnant. At
1: 16. And-
0: This is my mom. Be careful. My mom and dad fell in love. They couldn't keep their hands off each other. They tried. But Julia... I love you. Be careful. Strong, horny lust is real. Okay. And she gave birth just one month after becoming Mrs. Woodward. Okay? He's 17. She's 16. Mm -hmm. This is the only child they ever have. And his career was launched, I love all these photos you're showing. This one's
1: with David Nevin, who's supposed to have the best biography, biography. Yes,
0: that I'm I know. dying to read. So his career started in 1964. They'd already been married seven years, and his manager sold the record label and everybody else, the record that this, this kid's story, okay. this robust baritone, this guy with this incredible voice, That he's a 22-year-old Welsh coal miner that he's discovered, basically. Okay. And not only was he not 22, he was 24. Oh, wow. He was married. He had a seven-year-old. His father worked at a local, like something mine-affiliated, but Tom... Had never even been set foot in a mine, <laughs> and nor would he because he had tuberculosis. Right. So in though so then his singing career takes off, and they just decide to keep her under covers. Let's keep it in the background. No big deal. Um, and. Um, But his love for her was genuine, and he was clear. He was depressed when she died. Very, he was very, very sad. But but he had so many flings. He had numerous things. Like for example, he had a whole thing with Mary Wilson of the Supremes, and she wrote about it in her book. Okay, she didn't get a lot of headlines for her messy headline in her book. She said her book is called Dream Girl and Supreme Faith. She heard about this new singer in 1967 from her booking agent who did the Supremes. She's he was like, you should get to know him. He would love to meet you. And he was kind of this guy. Norman Wise was playing matchmaker between Mary Wilson and Tom Jones. And he booked a a Munich performance for the Supremes knowing Tom Jones would be there. And she met Tom Jones backstage. Ruffled white shirt, black tuxedo, high waisted, tight black pants. I'm going to
1: show the picture.
0: Mm -hmm. Sparks flew. He was absolutely gorgeous beyond belief. And they, anyway, but she felt just from meeting him, she'd fallen in love. That's how strong the animal's sexual magnetism... Look at the size of that
1: belt buckle. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was oh, like a yeah. country restaurant singer at this point in his life.
0: And so, anyway, they just started having an affair. They would just fly to see each other in their gigs. His marriage never come up. She just didn't even think he was married. He was just... She'd meet him in New York, London. I mean, she had no idea. And only later that she found out, and she assumed... That Tom thought she would know, because most of his fans by that time, they did know that he was married. Mm -hmm. Okay. And she says, after finding out, she wanted (laughs) to break up with him. And uh, yeah, look at that. That That. That is That's like the Dumb and Dumber uh, pumpkin colored tuxedo. (laughs) But she couldn't even after she knew that he was married because he they were, we're so intoxicated in right. with each other and they just would meet at great hotels and we, while they sure. were touring. She would fly just for a night. And after the press learned about their affair, she became What known. year are we? Uh, this is like uh, 1968, 69, okay. something like that. She became the person in the press. She's tearing his life apart. He was married. Um, uh, Linda was not happy about it when this became known because then it was publicly humiliating her. Of course, and his she would phone his house. His wife would uh, uh, wake up. On one occasion, she left a cabin, and Tom Jones's limousine, as his wife was arriving at the same cabin.
1: Oh,
0: and um, anyway, she just said, "Finally, she just I knew it had to end." But Tom Jones, in his book, said that. Mary Wilson and his wife ended up becoming friends after the affair. Mm-hmm. Um, how about that? And then also, he also had a thing. Now listen to this juicy thing. I so hope it's
1: Elizabeth Taylor's. Uh, no,
0: on tour, he had do, two dressing rooms. One, he called the workbench, which is where that groupie action happened. <laughs> and um, he claimed he Liter- never
1: kept count. Literally. He really? never he kept a but he, dog. oh yeah, and his oh relationship
0: gosh. with uh, Miss World, this uh, woman Marjorie, she was nineteen in nineteen seventy six. They were f- spotted kissing on a beach in Barbados. She lost her Miss World crown, mm. and when Sir Tom realized Linda was going to learn about it, he told the beauty queen, "Queen, it was over." She took an overdose of sleeping <gasps> pills. Oh no! Ended up in a coma, but oh survived. No. It became National Enquirer news. And when she found out, you know, uh, Tom Jones in his biography does write about that. She chinned me out. She punched him in the face. Okay. And um, but they did in the late 60s, unless it became public knowledge, as far as Linda going on the road with them or asking them about on the road groupie sex. She just doesn't ask. She just didn't like it when it became international news. And right. model Catherine Burke, Burkery had a four-day fling with Sir Tom probably. Is at a four-night stand? Maybe Madison Square Garden. Who knows? <laughs> you know what I'm just saying? It was just pure hotel hot sex. And she got pregnant. Before
1: cameras, before cameras, yes. before cameras. Yeah. And for
0: 20 years, Tom denied that he was the father, even though she had DNA proof. Wow. She'd like hired a private detective and she she knew he was her father. And a few years ago he did, you know, in his book, he blamed her for seducing him with the idea of getting pregnant. Oh, okay. And at the time he paid like a hundred thousand dollars to her. Linda threatened to go back to Wales because they were living in Bel Air. He's long lived in
1: California. Well, he had the Mac Davis show in the seventies. Oh, he, he, won inter- yeah, he, yeah, he won a Grammy. Yeah, he won. No, a at, Golden Globe. Yeah, he had a he had, he had a, a big show. A big show, an entertainment variety show.
0: Yeah, but he and his wife had moved to the Bel Air in 1974 as a tax exile, and she became agoraphobic. She never went back to Wales. And when they lived in Beverly Hills, they would take Sunday drives and just have kind of a Beverly Hills, go out to little little tiny restaurants mm-hmm. and stuff, and. Uh, there. You know, did
1: he? Is he dating anyone now that he is a I, widower I, for five years?
0: I don't. I don't know, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he's got somebody. Um, he was asked in an interview not that long ago, why didn't you ever write about any of these affairs? even the significant ones in your memoir and his
1: wife was alive.
0: Well, he said, I don't think it's important. It's not what has made me. It's not what uh, gets you there. And she only gave one interview where um, she said, uh, you know, I feel alive when he comes through the door, whatever the time of day and night it is. And um, you know, he's also been criticized because he used to talk openly about his wife's depression and agoraphobia and people felt that he was kind of making excuses why he had so many things. Flings. right? You know. But he just said, she's the most important person in my life. But he did admit he preferred to talk to her when she was live on the phone. And he said, when you're Versus- face-to-face with somebody, you realize that time has gone on. But when you're on the phone, you're both young again. So sometimes they would phone from each other's bedroom. <laughs> uh and look at the younger pictures of themselves. Oh, no, you're going to do
1: that to me. I yeah. feel like. Anyway. Really, I can't look at your feet. There's so much like my Casey. But he's, he's got an incredible, California. incredible career.
0: Wow. He, he's, uh, you know, always called like the guy who can sing. Absolutely. God, wow. Like Elvis in that way. Pop, R&B, gospel, show
1: tune. So he never really got into drugs and alcohol. His thing was His thing women. were women. Yeah. And, and Elvis wasn't women. Oh, I his mean, were women. But women, but not a, not as much as this.
0: Well, not as much as taking pills to stay awake yeah, and go his, to bed. his yeah. thing
1: was more pills. Yeah, Tom Jones definitely. Was more his. But they both loved jamming.
0: Was, jamming. That was yeah. like a big thing for okay. both of them. Anyway. Yeah. And the first time Tom Jones performed in Vegas was the flamingo that was his the flamingo was the spot wasn't it, was, it? yeah all wasn't right it? all right this is uh, kelly clarkson covering smoky robinson and the miracles and r&b classic and i would l- i love her tone on this song you know
1: oh kelly 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 does it make you want to roll down your nylons julia Ooh. you know what i'm watching and i'm <laughs> catching up on on city of lights and I'm like on the third episode. City on a Hill. City on a Hill. On yeah. Showtime with Kevin uh, Bacon, Bacon and Aldous and, Hodges. Oh, my gosh. Well, anywho, but one of the last night, his wife that he's married to is trying to get sexy and, and puts on nylons, you know, that you would use a G-string with and, and puts on a corset and, you know, bustier and yeah. she's in the bed and he's like, what's up with you?
0: Oh, I, that was <laughs> just brutal. brutal. And she's, she's
1: sitting there trying to look sexy so she can, you know, get a little nooky from her husband and... And I was just, and it was bro. It was yeah.
0: That is a good show.
1: I am well. I am kind of. I liked it, but I forgot about it. And right. I'm just revisiting it. Like they're long episodes. I feel like they're yeah. over an hour.
0: No, dude. You just know my attention span is a they're just of an P. hour. They're an hour. <laughs>
1: I mean, I really sometimes. And I. And Ben Affleck.
0: Uh, I know. Produces I know they B- did. It's
1: so Boston. It is so. Boston. I haven't been to Boston Pretty. since you and I were there. Doing our trade show. That yeah. was the last time in the, in the mid-90s.
0: That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Is that when we went to the last game at, mm-hmm. for the With Celtics the at we the We went to the
1: last game at um, Boston Square oh, Garden. Yes. In the garden. Boston. It's That's called a the garden.
0: deal. Honey we all we did all was we run did, around and take pictures with all the, the cops, all the white-haired <laughs> vendors and cops. Yeah, yep. and there's like there's a look, and so many. them have been at the excellent. garden for
1: forty years, and, and and we were getting their stories. But the thing that wasn't here yet at a sporting event was the finger. Yeah, the phone finger. finger. The phone finger, the phone hand that you put your hand into called the. And we, Lori and I, would walk around. We we got the finger, the, the finger. finger. <laughs> That place smelled like sweat socks <laughs> yeah, and underwear. And that's underwear. so funny, because oh, I went... Funny. It I went, was so stinky in there. It was so... We did this, and I went to, you know, we went to the Yankee Stadium the year, the last year the, the Yankees were playing there. Same thing. These yeah. small stadiums where you bump your head, yeah. you yeah. turned a corner. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We've been in a lot of stadiums. I'm uh, going
2: to do a stadium tonight for the first time in a while. I'm going to go to Timberwolves game tonight. Oh,
1: you are? Oh, fun. Yeah, was, fun. Who uh, are they playing? they playing
2: the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I think... Um tyus Jones's team. Oh, yeah. that's Rocco, you're that's rocking a your vaccinated I know, I know. self. I kind of are you bringing the boy? I am. You know, he'll which, love it. And I've heard good news about uh, kids' vaccines coming. Yeah. They're so coming out good. soon.
1: I know yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. Okay, here's just a little DVR
0: alert, Kay. Julia. This Tell is me. man candy galore. Jimmy Fallon has chanamon I know. And Josh Dumel. Josh DeMille has not been on a late. They're night. both
1: on Jimmy Fallon?
0: Yes. Oh tonight. I love it. So please set your DVR if you're interested in seeing either one of those. And he's got a good comic on.
1: Okay, well, here's what I just want to mm-hmm. tell you because um Channum, which is Channum Tatum, or Tanum Chatum, or Channing <laughs> <Tannum, laughs> Tatum. But we just call him Channum. He um was on with Kelly Clarkson yesterday and he couldn't have been more ad- adorable and he just said, you know, I wish I was a better actor because then I wouldn't have to always um, be in all these movies where I have to take my clothes <laughs> off and I always have to work out. And he goes, right. all I do is work out. I work right. out, I work out, I work out. I can't complain because it's my job. But if I was a better actor, I could get better roles that didn't require me to be naked all the time. Yeah, It's yeah. very cute about mm-hmm. it. I miss Channum. I know, same we here. We haven't seen him in a while. No, well,
0: he's I, filming right? the big D yes with, um uh, sandra bullock
1: and then and then seeing josh Dumel, he'll be tan and he'll be back from you know being uh filming with uh what a delightful upgrade he got yeah. when uh army hammer got booted from JLo's mm-hmm. movie yeah he's delightful
0: well, i i can't wait to see he's him. A yummy i can't yummy, wait to see yummy him man i hope jimmy asks him about fishing opener you know, I hope we get a little...
1: Next, it's not this weekend. I know, it's usually Mother's Day weekend, but it's the but next I'm, weekend. I'm just saying, Minnesota, you, know, you it? Little... I don't
0: care. I just want to give one, you know, I want it, Josh to be able to, you know, do his uh, Minnesota-North Dakota thing. He thing? usually always works in something. He does. Yeah.
1: Well, everybody have a fantastic night. It was the hump of the hump that we just made it through.
2: I'll let you know if I see uh, Alex Rodriguez at the game tonight. Okay. Oh, yeah?
1: Please. Please, Rocco.
0: All I bet you don't. Don't. Oh, you good.